1: And welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Nicholas Mancini, currently the pastor of Sacred Heart of Mary Parish in Louisville, and he's the spiritual director for us here at Living Bread Radio. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Tim. It's great to have you here again. Thank you. Yeah, we're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church, about what we believe as Catholics. And we've been going through the commandments, and today we're going to talk about the sixth commandment, you shall not commit adultery. And question 400 of the UCAT asks, what does it mean to say that man is a sexual being? Okay, God created man
2: as male and female. He created them for each other and for love. He created them with desires and the ability to experience physical pleasure. He created them to transmit life. And I think if we look in the book of Genesis here for a moment, uh, chapter 2, verses 18 to 24, The Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Therefore, a man leaves his father and his mother and clings to his wife. And they become one flesh. Now, being a man or being a woman is very deeply imprinted on the individual human person. It is a different way of feeling, a different way of loving, a different calling, with respect, and I think this is the word that we have to keep in mind, with respect to children, another way of believing, because he intended that they should be there for each other and complement one another in love. God made man and woman different. That is why man and woman attract each other sexually and intellectually. When a husband and a wife express their love for one another in bodily union, their love finds its deepest sensual expression. Just as God is creative in his love, so too man can be creative in love and give life to children. They share in the the work of procreation. And the bond of marriage, that sacredness between man and woman, is that they bring forth children. And I think that's something we have to keep in mind.
1: I know uh, the Catholic Church is... Really, the only church that I'm aware of that really has this focus when counseling uh, young couples who are about to be married, that their focus is to bring forth life and to have children and to raise those children Catholic. Yes, yes.
2: And you know, this this uh, uh, idea of love and union in marriage, just as the Scripture here points out, draws them into that union, into the bodily love that they share for one another, and that that work of procreation, then, brings forth that life,
1: that awesome life in the innocence of a child. Okay, Uh, question 401 asks, is there a priority of one sex over the other? No, God endowed men
2: and women with identical dignity as persons. Both men and women are human beings, Created in God's image and children of God, redeemed by Jesus Christ. It is just as unchristian as it is inhuman to discriminate unjustly against someone because he is male or female. Equal dignity and equal rights, nevertheless, do not mean uniformity. Let's look here for a moment, and I think here is a beautiful quotation. From Madame de Salle. Christianity snatched woman from a condition that was the equivalent of slavery. Then we look in the Book of Galatians, chapter three, twenty-eight. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male or female. For you are all one in Christ. What a beautiful, beautiful expression of, of love from God to his creation. And I think this is what so many times we forget. Uh, you know, sometimes we see in these uh, Hollywood dramas and movies that are out there today, that man dominates woman and you see all of this violence and beatings and all sorts of things that uh you know they they do to to women to exploit them but that's not the case it it should be equal we are god's children and we don't harm one another in a sense of physical violence and so many times you hear this in marriages and You know, you wonder, well, why is this? Well, you look at television, you look at the media, you look at pornography, you look at all of these things that the world presents, and the devil is distracting us from the true essence of man and woman and their relationship with one another. And they lose that sense of beauty and love. And therefore, we try to dominate and take control. But that's not what God intended.
1: Okay. Well said. Uh, you know, it brings to mind of some of the uh, commercials I've seen on TV for these Xboxes. The level of violence is unbelievable. I've never been into video games mm-hmm. at all. But, again, it's like you say, our culture is numbing us to a lot of things, and one of them is, is how we treat each other or how we treat women. That's true. It's very much the case. Very much the case so question 402 of the ucat asks what is love and and i think love is the most overused term in our society yes it is but from the catechism's point of view and from the catholic church's point of view what is love okay love is the free self-giving of the heart
2: and that is important to remember and i want to repeat that love is the free self-giving of the heart to have a heart full of love means to be so pleased with something that one emerges from oneself and devotes oneself to it. Uh, for example, a musician can devote himself to a masterpiece. Uh, a kindergarten teacher uh, can be there wholeheartedly for her students. In every friendship there is love. The most beautiful form of love on earth, however, is the love between man and woman in which two people give themselves to each other forever. All human love is an image of divine love in which all love is at home. Love is the inmost being of the Triune God. In God, there is this continual exchange of perpetual self-giving Through the overflowing of divine love, we participate in the eternal love of God. The more a person loves, the more he resembles God. Love should influence the whole life of a person. But it is realized with a particular depth and symbolism when man and woman love one another in marriage and become one flesh. Um... Jesus reminds us of this uh, in the scripture. Love one another as I have loved you. There is no greater love than this. When we see this love in the magnificence of the heart of Christ, then that should be the root and the foundation of marital bliss and love. Because Christ opens that heart to a couple the radiance of his sacred heart, which is love, in brings that into the bond of the union of marriage. When a couple joins their right hands, they express that love for one another. I take you, Sally, to be my lawful-witted wife, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, until death do us part. And likewise, I, Sally, take you, John, and so forth, That bond of that love that brought that couple together now is magnified through the power of their giving to oneself in administering that sacrament to one another in the beauty of that love that they express. When a man says to a woman and he feels that warmth and that depth inside of him, I love you. And she likewise says, I love you then that bond is like the beautiful heart of Christ bringing them together in the radiance of that flame of the sacred heart that is the foundation and the root of Christ's love for us all. And I think that has to be the key factor in the beauty of marriage to unite that love for all time
1: in the heart of Christ. So then... Uh, it leads us to the next question, which is, how is sexuality related to love? Sexuality must not be separated from love. They
2: must go together. The sexual encounter requires the framework of a true, dependable love. When sexuality is separated from love and is sought only for the sake of sanct- satisfaction. One destroys the meaning of sexual union of man and woman. Sexual union is the most beautiful bodily, sensual expression of love. People who look for sex without love are lying because the closeness of their bodies does not correspond to the closeness of their hearts. Someone who does not take his own body language at its word does lasting damage to body and soul sex then becomes inhuman it is degraded to a means of obtaining pleasure and degenerates into a common ordinary thing and we see this so much on television i mean you know you see these television programs where they exploit adultery like it was a piece of candy and they think nothing of it. Um, there is no true value in that love that they, they present. Love in the sexual union is that love between man and woman that they, husband and wife, express for one another. Not a Hollywood game, not just a fly-by-night experience. It has to be true love.
1: And we see that when it's outside of marriage, there's all kinds of of problems and issues. Oh, definitely, definitely. All right. Well, we've been listening to Father Nicholas Mancini on the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church, as we talk about the Sixth Commandment. This has been Tim Perry for Faith with Father at Living Bread Radio, reminding you that you're only one good confession away from receiving Jesus and the Holy Eucharist. If you haven't been to church for a while, now would be a great time. Until next time, may God bless you. Bye now.
0: This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.